Hello, welcome back to the Immediately Know podcast. I'm your host, Mariela Morales, and today on episode 7, which I have titled, Dear Friend, I'm Sorry Society Has Failed You, I will be discussing rather heavy subjects, which is a bit different from my comedic content, but it has a lot to do with mental health, social injustices, and basically a rant about the world. Today's podcast is sponsored by the need to remind ourselves that it's okay to have a shitty day, a shitty week, and even a shitty month. It's okay to feel sad, and it's okay to feel lonely, and even to feel like being alone for a while. But the most important thing to remember is that despite the feeling, know you're not alone. I'm always here if you ever need a friendly voice to hear, or come and chat with me on my social media. I'm all ears and crazy enough, I'm always up and down for a venting session. I will also like to make a trigger warning. I will be discussing some topics that might be upsetting for some people. Uh, Topics such as assault, depression. Please be advised when proceeding to listen to this episode. Let me begin by saying that this episode is to make you feel like you're in a safe space. Because that is all that I would ever want for myself, so I love creating that for others. I will begin by sharing what inspired me to make this episode. And honestly, there is so many reasons, but the main one that kind of triggered this was the fact that, and I know it might be a little weird, but I was added to a group um, in which a bunch of us fangirl about a certain artist I'm not going to mention too much about it, but I will say that most of the participants on the chat are teenage girls. Um, Most of them aging from like 13 to 17 year olds and a few 20-somethings like me. Anyways, um, there was one day in particular where one of the girls shared something that really upset many of us. And not in a way that made us mad at her, but rather sad. This young girl had just been sexually assaulted by a boy from her school who's older than her. And when she told her parents that the boy had just assaulted her, they told her that it means that he likes her and that she should be flattered that boys are taking interest in her. Like, I can't even begin to explain how this 13-year-old girl was desperately crying. Sad because she felt like she was robbed of her innocence and felt betrayed by her family who then invited the assaulter onto her home for a gathering, completely ignoring her feelings about it. Hmm. To which I felt enraged and I was so angry because I cannot comprehend how in this age, in this century and social constructive environment, we still have parents that teach their children that this behavior is okay, that boys assaulting means love, and that girls need to be quiet and take the compliment, that children should just stay in their lane because they don't know anything or have a voice and only the adults are the ones that know how the world works but me being the person that I am I was not gonna be a bystander and so I did something right and I get it like every parent they have their own way of raising their kid and this is not my child and I should have respected whatever they said to her but no sir I wasn't going to stand by and let this little girl grow into failure. So what did I do? I found some resources so that she can get the help she needs. So I found her a kid's helpline number, a police report website, and 
literally any other resources available to her in her country. Because that's the craziest part of this, is the fact that we're all from different countries, in completely different continents, and, well, time zones are a bit of a struggle. I'm glad that I was awakened online when this was happening. But not everyone is as lucky. Not everyone has a f group chat full of supportive people willing to listen and help. There are less fortunate people that go through these incidents alone. And being young and afraid and lonely can be one of the deadliest combinations because most times it leads to a depressed, troubled adult that, well, that's if they have the strength to reach adulthood without seeking or receiving help. And I'm glad that I was awake because the, the other 13-year-old girls or 15-year-olds or 16-year-olds, like, they don't really know, like, what people that are 20-something know, you know what I mean? Like, they haven't lived through some things, so it was mostly, like, the blind leading the blind. But I'm glad that me and the other people that, that were in the chat, uh, that we were all awake and, and we were able to give good advice to these girls, um, especially, like, letting them know that, like, boys hitting you or boys, like, doing certain stuff to you doesn't necessarily mean that they love you or that it's okay to be, be doing those things, especially if they don't make you feel good. Like, if it's something that feels wrong to you, then it's it's wrong. It's very important to listen to your body and, you know, whatever you don't like, then it's okay to say no. And other people need to understand that when somebody says no or the other person doesn't look comfortable or that are enjoying the thing that you're doing, you know, get the clue. Don't do certain things to people. Like, if you wouldn't like it to be done to you, why would you do it to them? And what some people don't understand us is that we all have a different sense of boundaries. And it all has to do with how we feel that they are basically your mental health and let me talk to you guys about mental health honestly sadly enough it's still something that it's very taboo in many countries especially in third world countries and in older generations and we've all encountered an older relative or maybe a neighbor that's lived through any of the world wars saying something like mm, back in my day there was no such thing as depression Everyone was so happy, anxiety, mental health is a thing of this new generation. Right, Grandpa? Because that's why you threw all your generational trauma onto your kids. Makes perfect sense why some adults have PTSD from events that have never occurred in their lifetime. Makes total sense. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be extremely open and raw with you right now. I go to therapy every week, sometimes twice a week on a goodish week because there is so much that I have to sort of untangle in my head sometimes. Like we've all had those times when you feel so annoyed or sad for no reason. And for me, I mostly go to talk about issues that after the fact I figured out that are not necessarily things that happened to me personally, but rather me trying to get through trauma that others have unloaded on me. Thanks, Grandpa. And while I love playing therapist with everyone around me, and I do, because I would love nothing more than 
to heal and help everyone that crosses my path in life. There are just some things that I wish that I could untell my therapist. <laughs> but mostly, I, I wish that I could tell everyone that I've ever met how proud I am for them being here, for fighting every day to stay here, and or simply for getting out of bed and eating something. You know, like, no matter what their mental health is like that day, like, thank you for existing. And there's days when we wake up and we feel like complete failures. Days when we start analyzing every single aspect of our lives and feel unaccomplished, unmotivated, and all around shitty because we see so many things in the media and it seems like everyone around us is doing so much better, you know? Let me tell you, I'm sorry the media has lied to you. N nobody wakes up feeling accomplished every day of their lives. It's very easy to portray a perfect life and especially a happy life online because there is very little showing on a picture or a video. The reality is that we all have the same experiences. <laughs> we all feel lost and scared sometimes, you know, afraid of the future, afraid of not making it or reaching our goals. But instead of focusing on the fear, something that I have done that helps me, and again, we're all different, so this isn't a one-size-fits-all solution, is turning that fear into motivation. Like, I, I tell myself, okay, well, I really want to make it in the immediate industry, but what am I doing right now? Am I creating content or brainstorming my net podcast idea or... <laughs> Am I worrying about not making it all together? You know, what am I doing? I had to force myself out of those troubling thoughts that we sometimes get tangled in. And it's like a big spider web that if you don't get out in time, you'll be stuck there and scary things can happen. We as a society like to put so much stress on each other with so many expectations and so many impossible standards, like, when is it going to be enough? When are we going to realize that rather helping and pushing each other to this perfection that we talk about, we're destroying each other? Because who are we to decide what's perfect? The perfect body, the perfect face, the perfect job, the perfect life, the perfect family... Who made us the judge in perfection? Why don't we normalize being faulty, with many flaws, lazy, tired, hungry, loud, hairy, impulsive, happy, mad, sad, and everything in between? Why don't we just accept who we are just the way we are? Like, wouldn't that be enough? This world is already hard enough to be putting extra hardships on ourselves due to the impossible standards that are imposed on us. And at least some adults can differentiate between the world's injustices and the right and wrong, but take a look at our youth. Look at what they see online and the trends that are, are coming back. Like, I saw an article earlier this week um, portraying, once again, the Kardashians as this ideal perfect body and face. Um, and... If you guys remember the Kardashians, like how they had this um, BBL body, kind of like slim, thick, whatever 
they were going for. And now that they took all of their plastic stuff out, they're back to being this really skinny girls. And, you know, so they're portraying, they're portraying this as the perfect ideal body and face. Which, how can young women look at these heavily modified bodies and see themselves in it? It's impossible. They will only look at those pictures, then start picking themselves apart for not meeting the Im the impossible beauty standards set by random people who wouldn't know anything about inner beauty, even if it slapped them in the face. I wish I could create a mirror that when you look at yourself in it, you see all the amazing qualities the people around you love about you. Like, you will look at yourself in this mirror and see the words selfless, honest, loving, caring, hardworking, smart, strong, independent, empowering. You're enough. You know, rather than looking at yourself in a mirror and picking yourself apart for all that you're not or that you think you're not. And... Another thing that really inspired this episode was um, this movie that I just watched. Uh, it's called My Policeman. And before you all come for me, yes, I originally watched it because Harry is staring in it. But I have completely fell for the way that they told this tragic story. And uh, I have rewatched the ending many, many times. And just feeling for these characters that went through so much pain to obtain a somewhat happy ending it really made me feel deeply saddened not just for the characters but for the people who see themselves reflected in these characters afraid of being their true selves afraid of loving afraid of the consequences of ever attempting to live their lives free and i don't want to like spoil the movie for anyone who wishes to watch it but it's a It's a really beautiful movie about a same-sex couple who live their life afraid of showing their true selves because back in the 1950s, in their country, it was illegal to be gay because, as they would say back in the literal 50s, it's not normal. Let me tell you guys something disgusting. It's 2022. And there are still over 60 countries where it's still illegal to be gay. Like, excuse me? According to the BBC article that I read online, there's 69 countries where it's still illegal to be part of the LGBTQ community. And then there's this other website that really made me sad. Because, you know, some days you just want to be sad. Anyways, it's called... Human Dignity Trust, and it's a map of countries that criminalize LGBT people. And as you click in the ones that are colored in, it tells you the criminal offense and the maximum punishment for it. Like, imagine being punished for loving, as if being in love isn't hard and scary enough. Imagine having people telling you the way that you love is illegal. Like, it brings me back to my dilemma of who made anyone a judge to say what is normal and what is not like what is the correct way to love anyone why is it okay to love some people and not others like does that make sense imagine you take gender out of the equation and we're all just minions we all look the same 
same overalls, same goggles, same three hairs in our heads. How would you fall in love with someone? By their personality, right? The way they smile, their jokes, their heart, right? So if that is the way that we all fall in love, why does it matter if you all got matching peepees or not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it just mind boggles me. The world would be such a peaceful place if we all just mind our own business and let people be and love who they want to. You know, be queer, be colorful, be black, be strong, be yourself, love yourself, love your neighbors, even if they play Taylor Swift at 2 a.m. on a Monday. I want to see a world that's united, you know, like a world where I would actually see myself raising a kitten. And you guys ever wonder why so many people are not having kids anymore? And while I mainly blame the economy, so many of us have seen how scary the world is with all this judgment, bullying, gun violence, war, hatred, and injustices. We grew up or are growing up and seeing all these things happening around us every single day. So how can some of us be like, oh, this shit's cool. Why not bring another casualty into this world? Like, you know, it saddens me seeing families be broken by one of the members having the courage to come out and be their true selves. Or I hate seeing families be broken by political views simply because so many people still have this colonial way of thinking. Truly, it's prehistoric. That same-sex relationships are wrong, or that certain races are superior, or that people are only worth the number on their bank statements. To all of those people that feel that way, dear friend, I'm sorry society has failed you. I'm sorry that you had to grow up in an environment filled with judgment and hatred towards the unknown. So much that you thought it was normal to be this way. I'm, I'm sorry that you grew up scared of ever having feelings towards your own gender, um, even if platonic, because you thought that you might end up being beat up or jailed. I'm sorry that you grew up in a society that, you know, taught you that the color of your skin de defined your success in life. I'm sorry you grew up in a society where your gender defined your career goals. And while I'm truly sorry... The best advice that I can give you is to start healing so that we can cut the thread that you've been carrying on for generations so that we together can begin something new, something beautiful. It's time for all of us to stop making excuses. We're not too old to change. And just because we went through it doesn't mean that we have to pass down like all of that so that others must. We all need to be more accepting and it all begins with ourselves. It's way easier said, said than done, but you know, that's why seeing certain people um, on social media, um, personally for me, even really restored my faith in humanity. And I'm going to share some of them with you just in case that you want to, you know, check them out, do your thing. One of these people, and oh, I love her because she 
spreads uh, positive messages, self-love, uh, and just love in general. And her name is Sally Vasquez. Uh, she's from uh, U.S. Love Island Season 2. This girl is literally a walking smile and a sunshine. Um, there is also uh, the actress Florence Pugh. Um, I freaking love her, her cooking sections, like, she, she's super funny, uh, also Gemma Styles, who posts a lot about mental health or social activism, um, which is a good reminder to stay grounded and aware of what's happening around us, and obviously, last but not least, <laughs> Harry Styles concert videos, um, taken by any of the fans that attend, he always shares something positive or inspiring during his concerts, and honestly, it's the most healing environment. And if you've been going through it, I recommend you check in these videos out or attend a concert. You know, it's cheaper than therapy and a great pick me up. <laughs> but more importantly, it's not about depending on others to create that positive space for you, but rather to make it for yourself. And I actually had this conversation with my sister the other day. Um, she was mentioning how I look so much better, happier. And she related it to me being home with my family and seeing them a lot now. But actually, and I explained it to her, um, I feel happy because I'm home with myself. Because home is not a place, it's a feeling. A house is a place, but home, at least to me, is feeling at peace, feeling safe and happy, and lately that's how I've been feeling. And... <laughs> That's all I wish for everyone of you who are listening right now. But anyways, um, <laughs> I've been renting for way too long. And I have loved ranting about social injustices, trauma, mental health, and life with you today. But I will be ending this episode, and especially with my usual inspirational quote. And this one reads, If you're feeling overwhelmed... Take a second to ground yourself and remind yourself that it's all temporary. Remember, you've gone through it before and it passed. It all shall pass. Thank you so much for listening. I'll hear you in the next episode. Bye-bye.